to Around Comics. You know, I tased myself in the balls once. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Around Comics. That's right, your favorite comic book podcast every Tuesday live on YouTube and occasionally after that as well. I'm Brian Salazar. With me, as always, is Christopher Neesman. How are you, pal? Good. Is that why we say you have an electric personality? <laughs> shocking. I'm, shocking. I'm, I'm a shocking. Yeah, I'm a shock. What a way to go, right? Uh yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's uh it's every year. They do the Darwin Awards. I right? would imagine, sure. That's gotta be a top tenner. It's gotta be on there, yeah. Absolutely. But hey man, I know what it's like. I've you know, I've been there. Hey, uh, you know, before we get too deep into things, I did want to let everyone know from the top, while we finally have done it, we've sold out, we've we're we're giving in to the man. We're gonna try and uh basically you know, rape all of our listeners for as much cash as we possibly can. We created a Patreon page, uh, patreon.com. You sell out. Patreon.com slash around comics. You can go there if you would like to help support the show. We're going to be doing some interesting things on there. I already have the first uh, Future Stacks episode up there. I'm going to be doing that weekly, just a sort of weekly look at comics that are coming out and things that I think might be interesting to keep your eyes on when you go to the comic shop during the week. So those are going to come out like hopefully every Sunday. So you have a few days before New Comic Book Day. And uh, and yeah, it's just uh, th- that's going to be one thing. But I know you're working on some stuff, Chris. And we're going to have we're, I, I'm I'm going to have some uh, some visits with some some old friends and new friends, and put my uh, my interview hat back on. Then it'll uh, be some some uh, Patreon exclusive interviews. Exclusive. And, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It'll be fun. Yeah, and it's this is just additional content. This podcast, the regular Tuesday episode. Tuesday slash Wednesday episode will still be the same thing that we always do. Um, we're just going to do some additional stuff and, uh, and, and hopefully maybe, you know, enough people back what we're doing and we'll, we'll try and do some stretch goals maybe and do some fun things with some of the, some of the cash, the cold, hard cash. You fuckers are finally going to mostly just pay our hosting fees. Mostly. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> just mostly what we need to do. But no, hopefully we'll get, you know, we'll get uh, some people interested. But, you know, we have a long time listener base. You guys, we've been doing this podcast for a long time on and off, obviously. Um, I think we're in a, a pretty uh, stable, you know, point in a t- around comics time right now. And we're all having fun doing it. So, you know, I kept pushing the, the Patreon as the idea of like, let's do more content. And at least it gives us the incentive to do more because, you know, we're all kind of uh, we want this to be fun. We don't want this to be, you know, a chore. And and that was always the thing coming back. But, um, but people, you know, hopefully will, will enjoy what we do extra. And uh, yeah, if you want to support the show, you can also just support the show. There's a, a $3 a month 
uh, thing you can get in, where you don't get anything extra. You're just you're just helping us out if you'd like to do that. Um, but there's also some other uh, membership levels there. So go to patreon.com slash around comics if you'd like to help support the greatest comic book podcast the world has ever known it's and the podcast in the multiverse isn't it's the, the greatest yeah that's right we are we are the greatest. come on come on don't don't lose the tagline ips are important which we're gonna get into <laughs> anonymous uh, facebook user has a point here uh on a comment it's not selling out unless you make money that's for sure true we don't we, i'll make a deal with everyone if i hit the powerball numbers this week <laughs> the patreon is off i will i will <laughs> you will fund this this podcast forever it will be uh it'll be ad free and yeah, and actually don't. i'll be disappointed if i don't win both of them I, both? I, because i'm buying mega millions and powerball tickets well, I'm, in, I'm, sure. I'm in, in it for both of them i'm sure you'll uh you'll do it there's no you know the odds are you will win aren't they no <laughs> probably not <laughs> no <laughs> odds yeah, are not in your especially favorite. now that i've talked about it uh yeah so uh so we got that we're waiting for tom uh here for a couple minutes i think he's getting the, the kids the kids to bed but we're going to be talking about uh about the punisher and some of the events of the past week without going down a, a big political rant and rabbit hole i i don't think that any of us have ever uh have ever uh shied away from letting our political beliefs that be at least be uh, a little bit known but we're not gonna we're not gonna dwell on uh, on that insanity from last week more than we have to um so before tom gets here i just want to remember or remind people that they can contact the show by uh reaching out to us at info around comics.com you can uh hit us up on on facebook whenever we are doing live shows which is every tuesday at about eight o'clock central standard time and we always love your input uh, uh, before, uh, during, or after shows. So please do that. Oh, here comes Georgia. Here's Hi, your Georgie. dog. Here's another dog. Um, yep. So the Punisher thing, we're going to, you know, obviously this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the whole Punisher controversy or what, what it is. But it's funny. Um, it, so kind of it started with me this week. Jamal, our friend, friend of the program, friend of ours, Jamal Eigel, uh, had posted. Uh, and I think he was kind of the... Uh, the spark of this week's um, reason that that the whole Punisher thing, you know, kind of came up again on Twitter. He had posted about how he thinks it's time for Twitter or for Marvel to uh, to to do away with the Punisher. And I responded back, you know, just being my normal sort of combative, not competitive. No, the, and here's the thing: I love this is what I love about Jamal is well, one, he's really smart. He has great ideas. He's, Jamal's super he's, smart. He's super passionate, but he doesn't um he doesn't let his passion like overshadow the fact that he knows who I am. So even though I was disagreeing with him, like it was just a conversation between two dudes that know each other pretty well and like yeah. respect one another and we were not trying to shit on each other. We're just going back and forth and discussing things. And that was great. And 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 uh you know I've been thinking about it since that conversation, but the funny thing is, is that whenever one of these conversations, and I think it's Jamal is, is part of the, the, the reason as well is that because it was in his Twitter feed. And I think he just sort of at this point kind of um, he's a marked man to some degree by the, you know, the sort of right 
uh, wing, you know, comic book fans. Oh, because he's been very, very, very vocal, outspoken. very vocal, Absolutely. very outspoken. He was, he was at the, and I, I want, I want to stop using military terms and that kind of bullshit, but he was at the front lines against the, the conic skate folks, you know, kind of from the beginning, you know, it's, he's, yeah. you know, drew a line in the sand and said, Absolutely. no, this is wrong. What you're doing is bullshit. And this is why. So, but when you, when someone like me goes and argues with him and, mm-hmm. and sort of counterpoints his points about something like this, all of a sudden, like the, the nut jobs come out of the woodwork and they start like being, uh, trying to help my argument. Oh, and God. I'm sitting there going, yeah, I don't, I don't need your help guys. I'm not on your side, <laughs> you know, but then it's funny because there's both, there's two sides of, then there's also the very, you know, sort of, uh, liberal fans or just maybe fans of, of Jamal who then sort of start taking pot shots at me. Oh, and I'm like, I'm like, listen, I, I'm not going to reply because I don't really need to argue with a stranger. I, I have plenty of people that I, I know don't need that I can help. And I, yeah, I'm going to waste my time arguing with yeah, you. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's, it's just like both sides. I, I am, I must, I have to confuse people a lot because I am, I am very liberal and vocal about being liberal, but I also, there's times where I don't agree with people in the comics industry that are very liberal and I will argue against certain things that I just think are, don't make sense or I just don't agree with. And it gets, it, it gets me like pushed into this category of like, Oh, well he must be this or yeah, he you're must kind be of a that. George Carlin liberal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Fuck everybody. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay, there's right and there's wrong, but fucking calm down. Yeah, well, that's kind of how it is. Hey, Tom, there's Tom. Tom. Hey, what's up? What's going on, man? We were just talking uh, liberals. Tom is more every week. I haven't trimmed this beard in a long time. I mean, we're we're, we're entering, you know, Ted Kaczynski territory here. You can take the boy out of Green Bay, but you uh, cannot can take I? the Green Bay out of the boy. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> is it cold in the basement this week? Yes, it is. <laughs> You're bottled up. The got- heater is very warm in here. I mean, the heater is very loud. Oh, okay. So I'm going to turn it on. I can't hear it. I don't hear it. It's well, not I- on right now. It's not on oh, right now. But, I, yeah. I got mine on because I'm just like... I, it's freezing down here. I got to put it on for a little while at least. All right, I can put more clothes on. Uh, staying on on Wisconsin, uh, there was a there was a magazine. I, I forget who it was. It may have been like, uh, like gentlemen's. It may have been like G Vogue, and they uh, they were talking about. They had an article. Uh, the gist of it was the the old fashioned is dead. That 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 no one drinks old fashions anymore. What? And like the next month they had like basically a retraction that says, Wisconsin, we heard you. We, <laughs> we had no, we had a brandy old fashioned. It's which yeah. is a much different uh, experience than your traditional old fashioned. Well, you yeah. would, you know, I remember the first time I, I ordered the first time I ordered an old fashioned in Wisconsin, went to a went to a bar here in in Wauwatosa, and the, the only question they ever ask you is 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 it's not bourbon or brandy because it's always brandy here. Always the only brandy. question they ask you is sour or sweet, right? Mm-hmm. And so I figured I was going to get an old fashioned, and I ordered a sour old fashioned. No, the gal drops a freaking pint glass 
in front of uh, me, yeah. old fashioned in a pipe. And I'm just like, God, I love Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> big old, big old, you know, I'm more of a sweet man myself. Oh, you're uh, a sweet old fashioned. Okay. Of oh course. yeah. You got to get, you know, some seven up, some brandy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some, uh, Shout, shout out to the uh, Manitowoc Minute if you ever want to learn how to make a, a true uh, brandy old-fashioned. It's the, the, the guy at uh, Manitowoc Minute does a great walkthrough of it. That sounds like something that used to be on the Johnny B show back in the day, back in the <laughs> 80s. <laughs> Manitowoc Minute. It's awesome. All right. All well, right. Are we, are we ready to talk about some comics or yeah. something comic-related? Yeah. So, uh, so without getting into all of the the garbage that happened at the Capitol last week, which it, everyone knows, um, basically, wait, what, what happened, happened last? What happened last? <laughs> yeah, really. Um, wait, so what happened? Week, wait, as, happened? As, Sal, as Sal was talking about, um, and I even read it in in an AP report, which was kind of weird. Whenever your your comics get into your 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 news, into your you fascism. got comics. In my reality, <laughs> yeah, it was it was definitely a. Did you say in your fascism? <laughs> yeah, when you get a, a little bit of your com- you got your comics in my fascism. You got my fascism. <laughs> exactly. But they they were talking about a lot of the uh, the the symbols that were being um, brandished and bandied about at the uh, at the. <laughs> The insurrection, and uh, you know, from Confederate flag to you know the "Don't Peace Tread on Me," and and then they the insurrection, and then they <laughs> and, and and mentioned you know, Punisher, the Punisher logo. This is going to be like, the easiest bear poking that I've ever done in my life today. This is oh, going to be sure. Chris is like, I'm not going down a political rant with this. I'm just going to talk. Okay, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I'm just calling it what it was, um, but yeah, it's so. So, what is? Maybe we should talk about it first. What is it about the Punisher and the Punisher logo that is so appealing to people that are just not quite right? Well, I mean, I think it's appealing to a lot of people. I mean, I like the Punisher logo. I have thing I saw last time we, um, whenever we. Um, uh, met in Chicago a month or so ago. I think you were wearing a Punisher shirt. Yeah, I have a couple of Punisher shirts. I think I have a button somewhere. I have a sticker on my car. Um, yeah. I, I it, like it the character. Cool. Yeah, it looks cool. He's a you know he's a he is absolutely a. I mean, the Punisher was basically just you know Death Wish. Mm-hmm. You know, in comic book form, it's it's a revenge fantasy. It's yeah. uh, you know at a time I think. When or I don't think it was necessarily at a time, but in the seventies, certainly Death Wish came out at a time where there was a lot of kind of like lawlessness in big cities. New York, I think specifically, Times Square was kind of a fucking maniac, you know, maniac haven, and a lot of crime going on, and uh, between drug dealing and you know uh, mob crime and all that shit. And I think your average sort of American was you know pretty fucking frightened by that shit. And didn't necessarily trust the courts to, you know, to, to welcome the idea of an armed vigilante to clean. Arm, yeah, I mean, it's a fantasy, though. I mean, that's the thing. It's fiction. It's a fantasy. And most people, myself included, understand that it. it's like I don't. I can sit here and like as a like as a father and sit here and go, listen, if somebody did something to my kids, I would absolutely murder them. But the reality of like me 
doing that is a completely different thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the, 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 I, you know, the fantasy that the Punisher might give someone of like justice is going to be served, uh, you know, one way or another. And, and it should be is a, is a nice fantasy. Yeah. It's the same fantasy. And you know, it's the other side of the coin of like, Hey, if Superman existed and, you know, saved kittens out of trees, that's a nice fantasy, but it's, they're all just fantasies. But I yeah. think you, you know, you have certainly people that, and we are seeing more and more of that these sort of paramilitary fucking lun- lunatics that, they're they're I mean they're not far off from comic book nerds in in a lot of ways where it's the just like yeah it's still yeah. they're living through this fantasy and it's when and we've seen it when people take it too far when they don't understand the line between fantasy or fiction and and reality and that starts to blend and and especially I think when people you know these dudes that have probably have never been in a fight have never really done anything you know uh brave or or noble or or that kind of you know in reality um but they have these fantasies of you know sort of like delusions of grandeur that they're some sort of savior that they're protecting the country that they're some sort of patriot so i think that all plays into it with the fantasy with with, with the punisher yeah. it's funny I, I would talk to mark Beatty, uh owner of dark tower comics back when we recorded there, you know, years ago. And the the, the co-owner before Mark bought out the, the store, the guy was a, he was a cop. He was a Chicago cop that um, that owned the, the comic shop. I remember and, him. Yeah. What yeah. was his name? Oh, was, was it Mark? Was it Mark? I think it was another oh, Mark. Yeah. It might have been another Mark, right? Yeah. It's, Mike, um, something like that? It was, a, it was Mike, I believe. Mike. Mike. Um. And and there would be other cops that because of that would would get their comics at the, a lot of a lot of cops are comic sure. fans. And I remember talking to Mark. And I was like, Oh yeah, really? So uh, yeah, there's you know a few cops that come in here. Everyone goes, Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I was like, What do they read? He's like, Punisher. They all read the Punisher. Every one of them. Yeah. Well, I think. <laughs> I mean, I think cops are probably. I, I mean. Cops are probably as frustrated with the judicial system as anyone. You, th- you know what I mean? Like I know, I know cops. I train with cops. I have, I have known a, a handful of different police officers over the years, and they're, you know, they definitely have a certain fantasy in their life too. Uh, you know, uh, they st- certainly have, you know, not delusions, but they have ideas of who they are. Yeah. And why they become cops plays into that. Um, now that's, a, I think here's okay. Going back, trying to go back to sort of this whole controversy. Kind of I think there are two yeah. different things though. Like I think there's, cause there have been instances where police officers are wearing this stuff and they have it, you know, they have a Punisher patch on their uniform or their cars have, you know, have the Punisher logo on it, that kind of thing. And then you have, you know, just your average everyday paramilitary nut job storming mm-hmm. the Capitol where, <laughs> and I think those are two different instances. I, yeah. I mean, two different sort of things. I don't want to necessarily clump them together as one well, I mean, thing. Some of the paramilitary nutsos were off duty police officers. Yeah. <laughs> agreed. I mean, I'm not, but, of, or, I mean, I, I'm not saying that there's not, but yeah. my point is, is that, yeah, 
I think you have to look at two different things separately if you're like Marvel Comics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're Marvel Comics and it's like, okay, well, you have police officers putting this on their car. Well, that's something we can absolutely stop from happening. That shouldn't mm-hmm. happen. A police officer should not look at the Punisher as the way to be a police. You know what I mean? And and they're not paid, yeah. not a role model, and they're paid by taxpayers' dollars. So that, I mean, that is not their job. That is not who they should represent as a, as a public servant. Mm-hmm. But a private citizen wearing it, no matter what they're doing, is a completely separate issue, yeah. I think, both legally uh, and morally. I think it's two separate issues. Well, I think I think sure. even ste- stepping back farther than that, it's not just it's not just Marvel. I mean, it's Disney bought Marvel for a reason, and it wasn't to to publish comic books. It punch. was it, it was to own those IPs, right? Yeah, sure. All right. So the Punisher is is an IP that somewhere someone at Disney has a number that says this IP is worth this because that was part of that I'm negotiation. Sure they do. Sure, that is, that sure is an do. IP that is worth we'll say eighteen million dollars is what the the value of the Punisher IP is worth. And so that is, that is a, that is their property. And they, as a corporation protect that property. We're talking about, we're talking about a corporation that would tell daycares to take Disney characters off of their, their walls. If, if they weren't, if they, you know, if they had done that without permission from Disney, I mean, they protect their IPs really, really staunchly. And I think that part of this argument is is about the is about that IP being circumvented. Okay, the people using using that imagery of the of the Punisher to create logos and patches without paying Disney to do that. Not that Disney right. would license it, but that's a licensed property. And so, I mean, there's there's certainly that business side of it. That, well, but that exists yeah. for probably all of their characters. I mean, oh, for can, sure. For sure. And that's so that part they of the... Can't, they can't. Even too. Disney, with as many lawyers as they have and as many billions of dollars as they have, I don't think they could stop everyone from creating knockoff you know, merchandise that exists. It's nearly impossible. There are people there that that is their job is to stop IP. Oh, I understand it, but it's also a cost benefit, you know, sure. analysis of like, is this worth trying to stop Yeah, or, or not? And I'm not, well, okay. Before we go down that, my question is what is the problem with some, okay. Police officers is one thing. I agree. Like, I don't think police officers should have it on their uniform. I don't think that they should have it in their cars or vehicles, anything like that. I don't think the police should be associated with uh, I think that's, yeah. glorifying and yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't I agree with that a hundred percent? It's weird. It's weird to have absolutely weird. weird. I can understand. I can I mean I don't car. think I don't think most police officers that yeah. do it are doing it even with a brief understanding of who the Punisher is, Mm. you know what I mean? Maybe they watch the TV show, you know what I mean? And in the TV show, he's not nearly as much of a, maybe they're they're just big Thomas Jane fans. That could be, or Dolph Lundgren. I don't know. (laughs) But, but 
my my question is okay the police officer take the police officer thing out of it because i agree with that like and that should be i mean that should be like if my town if you know the town i lived in if i saw a cop car roll by with that on i would go complain to the chief of police you know what i mean like that's you yeah, know like why are you decorating yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah but i haven't seen that in my town but you know yeah. okay okay so separate that for a moment and let's let's focus a little bit more on on the sort of wing nuts you know that we saw this past weekend and and just people in general doing bad things that might be wearing a punisher shirt or a punisher patch what is the problem with that that we're trying to solve cuz the question is should marvel stop producing Punisher products, should they, you know, sort of disavow themselves of the Punisher because idiots are wearing Punisher. And and my question is, well, what are you trying to solve with that? Yeah. What is the problem? Cause, cause the only problem is, is your feelings. Like you don't want to be associated with Marvel because some asswipe storms, the Capitol wearing a Punisher patch. It's also yeah. like too late. Yeah, exactly. Well, like I can look for the, I can Google the Punisher logo and make a T-shirt on my own. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. it's well, it, it, like a certain level of like. Go ahead. I mean, I get it. I I get why people why people are afraid. You know, we we're living through a time where it definitely does feel like you wish someone could do something about <laughs> these things, right? You know, like and. It, it feels very like I wish there was consequences or I wish I could control this or that. I mean, so I get, I get the, the, the urge frustration, the frustration. Yeah, yeah. Because it feels, yeah, it feels like, like what can you do? Like what can anyone do about any of this? Here, and it here's, feels here's like, my question is how many of the people that wear that, that go and try and topple governments that wear <laughs> the Punisher patch, how many of them, read the punisher i had no idea it's impossible to no. say i mean how many of them even exist you know what yeah. i mean like yeah. there was like one dude wearing a punisher pack TV show I mean, movies it's so so stopping publishing of the comic books is it going to help the situation is it going to stop it well that was my point like is it because well going back to the, the 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 discussion i had with jamal about it you know, because he's like, you know, he's like, I don't his first post on Twitter about it was sort of like saying and I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, I don't say this easily, but I think it's time that Marvel does, a, you know, does away with the Punisher. That's not exactly what he said, but it's something like basically that's, that's the gist of it. Yeah, the gist of it. And my thing was like, well, if 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 that's your solution, what is the problem? Because if the if, is the problem that you think the Punisher is creating these dudes or in some way influencing them? And do you think getting rid of the Punisher is going to stop that? Or is it just you don't like the fact that somebody's playing with your toys in a way that you don't like them playing with them? You know what I mean? Like to me, it seems like a lot of it is just this emotion of of fans being like, "Well, I don't want to be associated with Marvel now because they." And so I'm so I can't really do anything about it other than try and put pressure on Marvel to do away with this character. And what is that really going to do? That 
I mean, at the end of the day, are you just trying to make yourself feel better about liking Marvel comics and liking comics? And you know what I mean? And I understand Jamal probably has a different thought process on this than I ever will being one being a comic book creator that is, you know, worked on these characters and, and, and worked in the industry for years and years and years and being from New York is a completely different thing from where I grew up. You know, he, I think, and being black, a completely different, you know, life experience than I will ever have. So I can't quite understand him from that perspective, but I'm trying to like figure out like, the people that are calling for this, and I don't mean to put it all on him, but the people that are calling for this, because it's now sort of growing legs and it's it's gathering steam, and people are now putting pressure on Marvel, and it's this whole you know sort of thing of like, well, we can't really do anything to the people that are doing the bad things, so let's blame Marvel yeah. and make them react, and it just seems so strange to me. You know, here here's here's my thing is that. I love that character. I am balanced enough in the head to, to not let my enjoyment of that character who is a broken, messed up individual who is a very interesting character in interesting stories. But I don't idolize that character. But I love reading Frank Castle stories. Right. I love reading Punisher stories. Garth Ennis's run on Punisher, some of my favorite comics of all time. Because that symbol has been appropriated by a bunch of racist, malcontent assholes, does that mean the answer to that is to take away something that I enjoy and, you know, hundreds of thousands of other people can can read and yet not go try and topple a government you know because right. of so it there is a very selfish and and I understand my own privilege but there's a very selfish anger in me that is why am I being punished as as someone who enjoys reading that character because that dickhead thought the logo is cool and decided to go and do something stupid. We'll be back after a quick break. Do you ever wish you could sit in on a conversation with some of your favorite authors and listen to them talk about their writing process, their path to publication, and of course, their newest novels? Hi, I'm Marissa Meyer, best-selling author of The Lunar Chronicles, and I would love for you to check out the Happy Writer podcast, where every week I talk with other writers about books, craft, inspiration, and how to bring a little more joy into our lives. The Happy Writer is available wherever you get your podcasts or find us on Instagram at Happy Writer Podcast. Absolutely. I think that's, I think that's a, I think that absolutely. I, I feel the same way of just like, there's way more people that can read and have read the Punisher comics for years and years and years and don't go and do horrific treasonous acts with the logo on them. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think that Marvel has the responsibility to, to be very outspoken about, about condemning that. Well, they have though. They have in the past. I mean, they've, they've, they have, I mean, that's the thing. I, I don't, I just don't understand to me. It's like, Okay, well then, where does it end? Because you have characters like Wolverine and Deadpool, and on DC you have, you know, I mean, they've made a fucking hero 
out of well, Batman. I mean, in the movies, Batman is Superman. Batman, he doesn't murder. I mean, he has, but he doesn't. Jason Todd, he's murdering Jason Todd. But Harley Quinn is one of the biggest fucking characters at DC. She's literally a psychopath Mm -hmm. that has murdered for years, but it's now she's cute. And you know everybody loves her, uh, you know. But so it's like that's okay. So it's that's my thing. It's like I don't I don't understand. I mean, I get the frustration with it to a certain. I don't want to be associated. Start eliminating all of the the antiheroes in their comics. Right. The comic book shelves are going to be really bare really soon. I mean, people keep bringing it. Well, you know, his time has passed. The idea of a Punisher type character is over, and it's like really like antiheroes like that that type of character is over now that's where we're at why why is that this came out what two two and a half months ago yeah it's great it's awesome it's an awesome book that's what i mean i mean it's it's i don't know i don't i don't agree with necessarily the idea of calling on on marvel i mean why are they responsible for what other people are doing with their you know it's also an an overestimation of the power of the Punisher comic book. <laughs> yeah, like, I think, you know, it, it'd be one thing if there was, if you felt like the Punisher, for some reason, the Punisher comic was creating all these things. And it was like a case where it's like, well, maybe we shouldn't be doing, you know, sh- shouldn't be putting this out. But I mean, like it or not, you know, people have, uh, you know, unsavory people who don't, you know, you know, who don't believe in the rule of law, who've gravitated towards using the Punisher, and, and now it's too late. Like, that's just what it is. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, I don't swast- think- the Nazis didn't invent the swastika, right? But you <laughs> don't see it. They just <laughs> ruined it, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, they ruined it, you know? like Maybe, maybe it's the logo that hired not the character right yeah or or you just like what do you think that's that, gonna like what are you gonna accomplish with that though you're not it gonna, it's a symbol i mean the I mean, logo is a symbol but they're not gonna stop using it i'm not yeah. gonna you could well, I mean, never that, publish that, that, gene, that genie's out of the out of the bottle so it, even if they cancel all the comics and tom's right it, it probably wouldn't have an effect that logo is a part of the zeitgeist now it's there yeah. people that have never even seen a comic book that but know cool that skull logo. logo yeah they don't that's what i think i think most of these guys don't even know who the fucking punisher is no. i think it's that's a kick-ass logo and it's badass looking and i want to be a badass so or i'm gonna say and if they know anything about the Punisher, it's like, oh, he gets to shoot whoever he wants, <laughs> you know, like, or like, ah, he doesn't have to follow, you know, the rules, you know, like it's. I mean, it, it's it's like I said, you know, people are frustrated because it's like, if if I liked the Punisher a lot, I you know, like, would I walk around in a fucking Punisher logo T shirt now? No, zero percent <laughs> chance, right? That's See, so I will. I don't give a shit. Uh, but, you no. know, but like, like, but you know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden now, this thing that you love, you don't control what people think of it at all anymore. And it's well, not but you never, happen. but you, you never, never did. Now you never, it's like become this thing that's just like, ah, yeah. like, you well, know, I think, like, I mean, that brings up another point, though. Like, if Marvel stops publishing punisher stories doesn't that take away any chance to actually sort of say no this is what the punisher is 
or sure. this is what you know what I mean? Like, but the Punisher is a fucking psychopath. But he doesn't have. I mean, sometimes. So here, here's one of the options I've heard floated out there: is that is that maybe not getting rid of the property, but maybe it's time to retire Frank Castle. What and does that do? To bring in another another character. Do you think um, another Punisher? Do you think, yeah. Yeah. Do you think Frank Castle has a psychopath, though? Hmm? Right? Like a psychopath. I don't think he's a psychopath. I think yeah. he's very driven. Uh, he just, the, the only, like you said, the only difference between him and Batman is he'll kill because he wants revenge for his family. Yeah. I mean, he's a father who's fucked up because he feels that, to me, the Punisher is, it's guilt. He mm-hmm. was not able to stop his family from... He wasn't able to protect his family. As a father, that is the most horrible, like, sentence you could give someone. As a, You know what I mean? Like, if, if, if you felt like you could not protect your family, that would drive you a little crazy. And it has with Frank. It's driven him for years to, uh, to take out his pain on scumbags. And... We used to not have a problem with like fictional scumbags being <laughs> killed, but now <laughs> we also used to have be able to figure out what's real and what's not. That yes, is- this is true. <laughs> and now, and now that problem. is very the line between knowing what's real and what's not is very well, very blurred. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, there's a. Uh, I just want to. Br- there's some good comments going on. Uh, Neil Neil Johnson said a Joker shot up a movie theater. It's like, yeah, like Joker was the most popular comic book movie ever. It made a billion dollars, and it's about a fucking psycho, lunatic, literal crazy person, you know, murdering people. Yeah, and, it's just yeah, but. Nobody's calling for the Joker to be fucking shut down. Why is Imagine it? Imagine if the cops, uh, you saw a cop car roll up with like a Joker. <laughs> ha ha ha, kids! <laughs> Life is meaningless. Do you, do you think part of the calls tomorrow uh, that no one, if if it was Spider-Man badges, you know, or you know. Captain America badges if they had if they had you know tried to take over the that Marvel would be like fucking pound sand we're not getting rid of these these right characters. right yeah these nobody's calling for Superman to get fucking no if they save money by getting rid of the Punisher comic book <laughs> do, do you think do you, do you think part of it is that <laughs> they're like oh second tier character that it makes it a little bit more of an easy target to say oh it's not really that important to your bottom line so you should just get rid of it do you think that's probably i mean i think that's part of it is that he's not i mean the punisher is yeah he's not a top tier yeah character nobody's you know i mean I'll, i'll be honest like if Marvel never published another Punisher comic book, I'm not going to cry. Yeah, I mean, like whatever. There's plenty of comics for me to read. Like, oh, I don't, come on, now, there would be a Punisher-sized hole in your heart. And no, you know. but here's it. I'm not going to stop wearing a Punisher T-shirt because all of a sudden Marvel has, you know, is trying to enforce some morality on me that I don't need. Um, you know what I mean? And here's my other argument about this whole thing too. Everybody keeps saying, "Okay, it's the symbol. It's the symbolism." We have uh, J Hood Creative. It's, he is a comment here. It's like, um, it's less about the Punisher 
causing the problem than Marvel's brand being touted by unsavvy characters. It's not the character, it's the skull symbol. Okay, but by that rationale, the United States should stop using the American flag as its <laughs> symbol because every one of them wears a fucking flag or is incorporates a flag on their uniform as well. So are we going to stop using the American flag because some people are fucking idiots? It's just the skull is now a thing that fascists wear sometimes. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm all right. Yeah, it's just you know, what it is. It's funny. Um, it. That's my. Uh, so my daughter uh, last year was still playing softball. She had mm-hmm. like her last uh, year of softball, and my wife had bought her um, because it was really hot. It was summer, and she had bought her like this little spray thing where you pump it, and it sprays like a mist, cool mist air for the team. But you know, my wife just went to the store and bought one. She didn't think about it. But it was, and she didn't know what it was, but it was a, <laughs> a Blue Lives Matter flag oh, wrapped around it. Problematic. Like, uh, you just and, and my daughter's like giving her a hard time about it. And Kim's like, what? I can't, I didn't, I, like, I can't support the police. And it is this weird thing of like, you know, she's not, yeah. you know, <laughs> trying to make a statement, yeah. you know, with this stupid water bottle, but. Everything's a fucking statement. Next yeah. week she was open carrying. At yes, the, at, at the, the games, Kim had an AK forty-seven, and she was. Had her, she had her hashtag stop the steal water. Little backup in her, you know, in her sock. In her <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I'm certainly not against going after you know Marvel going after anyone. And trying to protect their their copyright, that's certainly their uh, you know right to do so. And and like I said, with cops, I think that's absolutely anyone. Here's what they do: they just bring back the TV show, they put it on Disney Plus, and Frank Castle spends the next season hunting down Trump supporters. Yeah, I don't think you could. I don't think you could do that either. Ground <laughs> man, one after the other. So, but yeah. here's the problem. So I will so, probably wear that Punisher shirt. See, but why is that okay? Every Trump not okay. deserves it's to be not murdered. Okay. <laughs> Again, not real. Versus <laughs> real. No, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's a weird thing for sure. Um, uh, okay, here's uh, here's a question by Jay Hood. Jay Hood Creative seems to be very into this conversation. He said, "Well, what would you think if a cop wore a Confederate flag T-shirt in his off hours? Same thing as wearing a skull shirt, or no? Um, I don't have any right to tell a private citizen what they should or shouldn't wear. What I think about it, he's probably a douchebag. I don't really want to hang out with him. I'm not going to be his buddy, but I'm not going to." I'm not going to call like I'm not going to call up the police, you know, station and say, hey, this guy is wearing a Confederate flag. We'll have to rank our red flag thing. (laughs) Confederate flag up here. Like that is. Yeah, it's swastika Confederate flag. I'll put those pretty equal. As far as like swastika, ooh, yeah, but like, what if they're just a Dukes of Hazard fan? What if they're just no, a big? It's too long, too long, <laughs> too long. <laughs> no. What if I'm just like a Leonard, big Leonard Skinner? Fan, no, dude? Awesome. I want free no, there options. There's, 
What about a Leonard Skinner t-shirt? A Leonard Skinner t-shirt with the... I mean, that's a... a, Well, that could be a red flag, but it also could just be a dude you could score weed off of back in the day with. (laughs) And also... (laughs) Yeah, it's like... You got... You know, those are your apex... Like you see the next predator. Those are your like that's a red flag. Definitely. Mine is uh like if they're wearing a uh uh Ed Hardy t shirt, that's 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 up there as far as douche meter. I mean you know. I, I I mean it'd be pretty funny to see some dudes in Ed Hardy shirts trying to storm the Capitol. But I, again, I would put that farther down the with bedazzled jeans. Uh, like, I don't. Yeah, I prefer my officers of the law not to be wearing Confederate flag gear. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I would prefer. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, if I w- if I knew a guy was a cop, you know, here in my town hometown, and I saw him wearing a Confederate flag T-shirt. It's, I don't. I mean, I, I wouldn't feel great about I, it. Yeah, I'm like uh, I, you know, a really interesting book that's got nothing to do with comic books that uh, I finished reading. Like, I literally finished this book last weekend. Uh, it's by a professor at the uh, University of Chicago. It's called "Bring the War Home," and it's all about white supremacy and white nationalism since like the Vietnam war mm-hmm. it's extremely there's not a chapter about the Punisher logo yet but, <laughs> but I can see the threads of it starting to all pull together but uh I mean yeah I, it's, yeah I mean it's it sucks right you know well, like you don't want yeah yeah well, if it's you interesting comics, Did she, I get, can I ask you a question about that book because I, yeah. I I um did she bring up anything about the the program for the Vietnam War that they instituted in regards to um, like desensitizing uh, soldiers. Well, they mostly brought, most of the book is take takes place like how after the Vietnam War, returning soldiers came home, and it was a resurgence of the Ku Klux Klan, and how. The resurgence of the Ku Klux Klan and how they actually sort of started to work together with neo Nazis and how those used to be. Why? Well, it was mostly there is a a large thread of people who felt like the Vietnam War was a you know a failure, like a weakness of the country and like a betrayal of. So they needed to show. Yeah, like my strength. Yeah. Yeah, like my I'm strong and. The original, the a lot of the growth of it started um, um, attacking Vietnamese immigrants, like Hmong immigrants from Vietnam that we brought over to the U.S. because you know they helped us during the war and we brought them here because North Vietnamese. But they were actually targeted by a lot of these groups who felt like they're still fighting communism in the United States. Like the war never ended, you know, like. They- well, it's interesting. I did, The first thing I thought about, I, I don't remember. It was a book I read about it and it was part of it was in about how, if you look at like firing rates by soldiers by war, they started to like analyze data and 
they like in World War One or you know like one out of every ten soldiers would actually fire at a target, and the rest of them would like fire over because they didn't want to kill anyone. Mm-hmm. And then like World War Two, it was a little less, and then Korea, and then they got to Vietnam, and they realized like most soldiers. Because most normal human beings don't want to murder another person that they mm-hmm. don't even know. Like, that's just, like, in our nature, we're not actually psychopathic killers. It actually turns out our nature is to not murder other people. So what the Army did and the Marine Corps did is they started instituting programs to dehumanize the enemy and desensitize soldiers so that they would fire. And the firing rates in Vietnam went way up. Mm-hmm. And this program to actually, and so it would make sense. Like after that, they would come home and still look at anyone yeah. that wasn't them as the enemy, yeah. as an uh, you know. It's a great book. I mean, it's it's about two hundred and forty pages, and it kind of goes through the eighties, through like um, the Oklahoma City bombing, sort of as the end, like the end point of her narrative of like all this stuff building up through, you know, like the, you know, the stuff like yeah. Ruby Ridge and those uh, things and all that stuff that's sort of slowly built Waco up. To but it's a very timely read, which I think is like a very, um, uh, it's uh, called Bring the War Home by Catherine Ballou. Uh, He's Ballou. Like a, as a professor at University of Chicago. That shithole. Not a comic, guys. There's no, there's very few pictures. Oh, forget it. I know. It's going to be hard. It doesn't even have like the section in the middle with a bunch of pictures in it. You know, where you're like, it doesn't even have that. It's like straight up words. Forget it. That era in comic book characters. I mean, this is not the first time that a comic book character has been used. Um, The the symbolism of characters by, by folks, you know, it's, you read all the time about like Dr. Strange and, and the Hulk were, were symbols that, that the counterculture used in the 1960s. They gravitated to those characters as, you know, as counterculture symbols and, you know, where you know, you know, Hulk patches on jackets and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, there are dorks. Stinking uh, hippies. What's <laughs> a yeah. dork wearing a Doctor Strange? <laughs> you know, so, um, God damn. So, I mean, not you know, Punisher's not the only the only uh uh comic book character out there that that groups have kind of gravitated towards to to kind of you know appropriate them to as as symbols of a movement. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I I get it. Uh, I, like like Tom was saying, I get the frustration people have with it because it's like, well, I don't want to be associated with that element of, of you know, doing those kind of things. But I just don't see that, the, like, creating this problem for Marvel is really a solution in any way. It's not like I don't see it solving any problems. Like, it, what is the actual problem it's solving other than, you know, a couple, you know, hundred people feel better <laughs> about it. And is that, you know, if Marvel comes out tomorrow and says, we're going to cease the production of all Punisher 
Punisher properties, comic books, TV show, movies. Are those people going to rip their Punisher patches off their no. their store bought fatigues? You know they got. Uh, they're going to double down. They're going to double down on it. They're just yeah. going to be like, well, now it's ours alone. Yeah, you know. I think um, uh, <laughs> Neil Trump, Johnson. Neil Trump Johnson comics. says I would still drive the General Lee. <laughs> Problematic. <laughs> It is, but it's a badass car. I don't yeah. know. It's still uh, Trump can start his own comics line of <laughs> just like characters. You know, he can buy the Punisher. They all murder. <laughs> just yeah, he can. I think I, I, a lot I, of out of out of work comic book creators. Yeah, that, that yeah. sign that sign up for the uh, the Trump line of comics. Trump comics. I think uh, what's his name would Ethan Van Skyver will be Skyver. first in yeah. line. Yeah, <laughs> he could publish his shitty, shitty frog comic, <laughs> whatever the fucking bizarre frog comic that he fucking recall it. Pepe the Pepe the frog now. Pepe the frog, cyber Trump, frog. Trump would never publish that. Not hot enough. We're in the hot ladies. <laughs> Too French. Yeah, what is this? Some robot frog. Sad. I don't know. I, I I just think. I mean, I'm not like I said. Cops and that kind of thing, putting it on their uniforms or cars, absolutely go after them, stop them from doing it. Like if you live in a town where your police officers have Punisher <laughs> logos on the car, uh, or, or wear Confederate shirt, yeah. Or I well, I you know, if somebody's wearing a Confederate shirt in their, you know, whatever, I I don't really like. Okay, cool. I I don't have to like everything everyone does. Yeah, I mean, I don't like half the band shirts you wear. So, like, what? <laughs> but I, you know, I, I, I think we're we're at this point where it's just like, well, I can't do anything about this problem. I can't really solve this problem. So I'm just going to take my frustration out on a corporation that I actually mm-hmm. like. You know, I don't like, know. Here's the thing. What if they were wearing like My Little Pony patches? Um, but the, I, I mean, they wouldn't because uh, My Little Pony's not cool. What if, what if they were? Oh, the Bronies are going to come after me for that one. Uh, what if they were wearing? Uh, you know, or any? I mean, what if they were wearing Big Bird patches from Sesame Street? Would you go after Sesame HBO to shut them down? Like, yeah, like you, you need to get rid of Big Bird as a character. And I know that Big Bird is not the Punisher, and I understand. Yeah, it's a false equivalency. I mean, the Punisher does kill people. I mean, the Punisher is problematic in a superhero world, and a company like Marvel and a company there's, like there's Disney, the problem. there's the problem. Problematic right is what do we refer to the Punisher comics as? They're superhero comics. Um, that's part of the problem. They're not superhero comics. It's right comics, and they're no longer. I mean, comics are. You guys know this. We all know this. Comics are much more complex and complicated than that. Comics aren't just for kids anymore. Their comics aren't for kids anymore. Um, Bang pal. I would. I mean, that's like. I bet more people in the general population think that Superman kills because of that shitty Superman movie. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Then, you know, because they don't read the comics yeah. and they don't under, you know, so I bet more people out there think that Superman is, is happy to snap someone's neck. 
We we talked to whenever DC leaked that DC was going to kill Dick Grayson, and there were you know thousands of people that were outraged because they were going to kill Robin. They're doing it again. Hadn't been Robin in like twenty five years. You know, there's a there's a, a choose your own adventure animated movie thing out. I can't think of the name of it, but it's a Batman one, and like it's a choose your own adventure. And the first choice is does. Does Dick live or die? I think is the oh, first. It's not, it's not Jason Todd this time. Well, maybe it's Jason Todd. I don't know which one it is. It's one of them. Call one eight the first choice to, to vote. <laughs> yeah, click here to vote. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, it's a weird thing. I, I, I mean, I, I really enjoyed like all the Garth Ennis Punisher stuff that he did. You know, but that was Pun- that was Marvel Max. It was there. You know, it wasn't in. And I never looked at the Punisher as a hero. You know what I mean? Like I don't mean fascist. Which Punisher are you referencing? Are you referencing? Yes. Yeah. Is this is this the Very movie Punisher? Punisher? The which yeah. Punisher run is your favorite? <laughs> Let's just start questioning fascists. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to take that patch from. I'm you. sorry you're, if you don't answer these three card. questions. Yeah. Your Punisher card's getting revoked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have a copy of Amazing Spider-Man 29? I don't believe so. I do, actually. Um, yeah. Uh, somewhere. Somewhere in a box. Um, now might be the time to sell. Yeah, right before. That's why, that's why I'm arguing the whole time. It's all my Punisher <laughs> comics yeah. I don't want devalued. <laughs> what is your favorite Punisher story? You guys got one? Uh I mean, I still love the Zek, the 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 original right. four series miniseries. I think is still groundbreaking in a lot of ways. Mike Zek's art is fucking amazing, and um, just I had never seen a comic like from that perspective. Is like he's in jail, and and you know dealing with that whole thing it was just sort of like mind-blowing i think that's awesome the garth ennis the stuff with barracuda i think is some of my favorite stuff for sure um there was that you know ennis did a long run but he did that one storyline with the russian mob that i think oh was yeah that was fucking uh, epic yeah um born is i still think is a fan yeah. story i like when they made him a frankenstein frankencastle <laughs> Yeah. Frank Castle. There you go. Yeah, make him was- a. May, I mean, people are this. Like some of the suggestions are like, ah, just make him gay and make him, you know, make him wear a unicorn skull or make something. Gay or make him black. Make him black and gay. Well, but it's such a. It's too late. Yeah, it's not going to change it's anything. Gonna, no one gives. They don't care. They just think it looks. Makes them look badass. Yeah, that's yeah. all they give a shit about. It's badass. It's badass, yeah. dude. If you changed it, they'd just be like a uh, typical, typical liberal puke. <laughs> snowflakes. Yeah, snowflakes can handle a strong white man murdering people. It's also like, I wonder, I mean, I guess it's a safe assumption, but like, you know, it's like, well, if you make them bat black, they would hate it. It's like, <clears throat> oh, maybe. If you made them gay, they would hate it. It's like, they're no gay idiots. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, there's no gay fascist morons yeah. out there. Like, every gay guy is a fucking liberal. I don't I mean, know. Maybe just, I doubt it. Like I, like I said, it's just like it's too late, man. 
that fucking genie's out of the bottle. That Punisher logo, it's yeah. just, that's it. Like, you can make it. You, I just Googled the Punisher logo, and I found, like, 8,000 different <laughs> horrible variations of it. Var- variations of it. I got, got the American, American flag one. Got the American flag, like, you know, emblazoned on it. Some with Trump's hair on it. Oh, Jesus. Uh, some with uh, the Blue Lives Matter thing. On it. One with Black Lives Matter, like, with blood dripping down. You know, like, dude, it's gone. It, you lost it. The logo is now off into the ether. It's like untethered. It's untethered from reality, like many people are now. (laughs) Now It's just like, Godspeed, Punisher logo. You have. I know. I didn't think Jerry Conway tried to like reclaim it in some way. He did a he did a benefit (laughs) thing where, like, he was trying to ask people to recreate the yeah. logo and and they raised a bunch of money uh, for i get Black that Lives. i get that if you're you know have you guys watched the documentary about the pepe the frog the guy I who made I, it yeah i i a while back i watched it like, yeah. i can get that if you've made something and it you and it sort of becomes something you never intended it to be in an awful oh, i'm sure way. that's gonna be terrible for that dude yeah or like yeah. We can see why Jerry Conway could be like, oh, my God. You know, like, yeah. you think about, the like. The last thing you wanted to, you know. Yeah, you're just happen. making a fucking comic book character. Like, <laughs> But that's the interesting thing. Like, if there's anybody that should be upset, it would be Jerry Conway. And he's not even calling for it to be, you know, destroyed or, or eliminated. Because, you know what I mean? Like, who who would be more upset than that guy of, like, Jesus, they took something I made. Yeah. And. and Oh tasered God. themselves to death in the balls with it. <laughs> <laughs> On that hey, note, all right, you two, we're uh, we're trying to keep our episodes to about an hour, which we are oh, at an right. hour. So uh, got to the good uh, stuff. Ball tasers solve the world <laughs> ills. Um, anyway, but uh, uh, real quick, remember uh, contact the show info at aroundcomics uh, yes. We now have a Patreon, which Sal that is there. Patreon.com slash around comics. You can also get to it from around comics.com. All the links are there. Um, and yeah, please uh, help us out, support the show, give us some uh, patronage. And there's uh, going to be exclusive episodes on there. I'm going to do a weekly uh, future stacks. Do you guys want to hear my future stacks? No, yes. you don't want to. You don't want to hear it. It's too long. It's like 20 seconds long. Oh, I love it. Uh, <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, but I did a future stacks uh, uh, like jingle, and uh, I'm gonna do a future stacks episodes where basically every week I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the comics that are coming out that week and tell you what's gonna be good. It's the most ridiculous concept we've ever done, but yeah, that's I, 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 well, it's pretty ridiculous. I Not I mean, that was the thing. No, but. It's pretty ridiculous. That I'm going to do a weekly magazine format. No. <laughs> I'm not doing anything weekly <laughs> on any level. I'm still processing. No, no. Tom, monthly. We're hoping for monthly. monthly. But I'll tell you what. I already, We've already had some, somebody signed up already, and they're like, all you had to say was Tom versus, and I'm there. Yeah, so, you'll, get, you'll get monthly. Maybe get a monthly. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I, people yeah. will love that, I'm sure. I'm shooting, I'm shooting for two interviews a month. To interview them, I'm going to do the four, you know, weekly. Future 
sucks. But that's simple. I can do that. But I also have something else I'm going to try and get together uh, once a month where um, it's going to be a, a, a drawing contest, me versus professional artists, <laughs> that I will lose every week, but I'm going to stack the deck a little yeah. bit. Call where Van Skyver. I'll call Ethan Van Skyver, and uh, we'll have a nice um, frog off. Frog off. <laughs> Um, no, I'm going to try and get that together. I'm going to, I want to do a little thing where it's, it's short little, uh, contest me versus actual artists, but, uh, I think it'd be fine. Yeah. It's and like, then we I'm give gonna, your sketches away as Patreon gifts. Absolutely. You can, well, I was going to do it digitally, but you know, nobody's going to want my terrible sketches. But, uh, we can start, we can release our version of what was the trucker comic we came up with us, oh, us uh, too. Uh, was that what it was? Us two. US one. US, US two. two. And the truck. Remember. The truck is the one that's controlling the person. Yes. Needs the person to like get it's around the world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Or no one. Double, no that, one steal that. Devil's Highway trade paperback so, comes out in a couple weeks. Yeah. We are gonna have lots of fun bonus material on the Patreon. You can only get it if you are a Patreon member. There's different levels you can subscribe to. Please. We would really appreciate it. We we want to do this. Not you know we're we've run this podcast for years and years and years. We never wanted ads. We never wanted your money. You know, take your money and and this weekly show is going to be the same. It's always been. There's no difference. It's, You're still getting the good center cut. Yeah, this is just extra stuff. Hopefully, people will like it and we can raise a little money and maybe do some fun things with it. Whether it's the three of us maybe actually being in the same place at the same time. Once in a while, or or you guys are gonna cry. Tom's like, I'm not into that. Uh, no one ran that one by me. No. <laughs> I don't agree with that. It's nice of you guys to drive to Milwaukee. <laughs> I'll fly. I'm gonna fly on a fly helicopter. Milwaukee. I'm using helicopter. that Patreon cash. I'm uh, helicopter taking a helicopter. Uh, a me and Tom are going in style. Nice. nice. <laughs> Get in All the right. shop. So that's the rundown on Patreon. Once again, we love hearing from uh, from listeners. Send those emails. Uh, give us some subjects. Oh, shit. To uh -huh. I got, got an email. email. Yeah, you want me to? Do you want me to I do have an email. Hold on a second. Um, we'll run over 10 minutes. Quick. Ah, come on, relax. <laughs> Don't be such a Nazi. Uh yeah. <laughs> Make Where's fun of my bag? Punisher shirt. Please don't take any of our logos and make them a fascist symbol. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't appropriate us. Please I'm don't do that. Oh uh, this is from Wes A. He said, hi, guys. Hope you're doing well. I was recently reading Godzilla Half Century War by James Stoko, mm -hmm. and it got mm -hmm. me thinking about licensed comics. The majority of some publishers slate like IDW and boom is just licensed comics. I was curious if there were any licensed comics that you guys really liked. Do you think it's possible that licensed comics can serve as a gateway for non-comics readers? Curious what you guys think about this. For sure. Yeah. I really like the planet of the apes comics that uh, Gabriel and, uh, and uh, Sarah Karina Becco did. Yeah, out of recent history, I thought those were awesome. Um, I mean, if you want to talk about weird thing about licensed comics, you can get some weird shit um, mm -hmm. like um, Sholey's Transformers versus GI Joe. That stuff was awesome and freaking weird. It was great. I uh, well, shit, your first comic ever was a licensed comic. My first comic ever was a yeah. Doctor Who comic. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think uh, I uh, I like some of the alien versus predator stuff that has always come out. I kind of enjoy that. Anything alien, I think, mm-hmm. is done pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, GI Joe, not- you want to talk about a gateway? Well, oh, yeah. GI Joe. Star Wars, tons of people. Well, that's what I was gonna say. The yeah. new Star Wars, the Star Wars stuff that Marvel is doing now is really yeah. good. Out of it, it's good. You know? yeah. yeah, I mean it. It has like it doesn't have that sort of, you know, the the rap, the bad rap that sometimes licensed comics gets is it's just like ah, just talk whatever. The Rick and Morty yeah, stuff. Like, the Rick and Morty stuff. Oh yeah, I've read, is, yeah, is really funny. It's really the Adventure good. Time comics. Yeah. Well, it's, shit. Hillary Bartlett. How long? Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Treehouse of Horror. Simpsons. Yeah. Um, Our buddy yeah. Hillary Bart has been doing, you know, SpongeBob. I would hope that it would be Gateway. I would hope that people would maybe pick up some of that stuff that they like the the licensed of, and then you know, and then move on to other comics. But I don't know. I don't know if people there are. Used to be, it used to be. I think that they would just throw garbage creators on it like like pay the smallest amount possible but i think that a they don't do that anymore are you talking about all the devils do guys like tim seeley and mike norton no 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 (laughs) no, i'm not talking about tim and mike um but i I think that the talent pool is a lot deeper with with aspiring writers and artists and so i think a lot of those ip uh comics are a lot better than they were like 15, 20 years ago. You know, I agree. I, I, I think a lot of those licensed comics have more cultural cachet than the non-licensed comics do these days. Yeah. You know, the difference between what it was like in 1981 versus, you know, like right. now where it's like, that gap where it's like, oh, I guess we'll, we'll publish this Star Wars comic, you know. Well, like it's also weird, like the amount of nostalgia. You know, everything is being rebooted and redone and brought mm-hmm. back, and and so that really, I think, plays into the comics world too. Of like, you have this audience that is in their forties and fifties, and it's like, oh, you're going to do a Cobra Kai comic, you know, because the show's popular now, or you're going to do Stranger, there's Stranger Things comic books, yep. and that's all but very Buffy, retro. Buffy comics were good. Buffy comics, yeah. I mean, I think uh, it's an interesting kind of, like, uh, market, but I don't know... I, I don't know. How, I don't know what the crossover's like. I don't know if, if you get people that read that stuff and then go, oh, I'm going to try you know, mm-hmm. a, a Punisher comic <laughs> yeah. and, and, or, uh, know. you know, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, but. I mean, because also in some sense, the licensed comics always pale on some level. Yeah. The, you know, they're not the a level, right? Like they're like, Oh, right. if you want more go see this, but even if they're extremely well done, right. They're not the TV show. And they're right. usually the movie, you know, like, finite. They're finite because of the yeah. popularity of a show or a movie or whatever. And so they're around for six months and then they're gone usually. So at this point are, are like all mainstream comics licensed products. Much, I mean, yeah. <laughs> where, 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 where does one end and where is the, you know, it's like, yeah. it's, you know, umbrella Academy. Is that a, you know, a license. Well, that's what I mean. Like, but just like anything from Marvel, the movies are way bigger than the comics. So technically, are they now, you know, licensed? Essentially, kind of, yeah, kind of. Well, right? I mean, at least yeah. culturally, you know, like yeah. they're not the. Yeah, there's a little bit of that 
uh, the the cycle whenever you start seeing the comics emulating the movies you know the the characters start looking yeah, like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 that kind of stuff well that's because cool. greg horn was drawing them all unnecessary shot at greg horn and that's unnecessary sir unnecessary. unnecessary all right um um around comics listeners um we love you. Oh, we understand you. <laughs> we sympathize with you. We sympathize with you. You're, you're one of us. Uh, we will uh, look, look for that Patreon stuff. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, like I said, we'll, we'll we'll be here every Tuesday, so you get the center cut episode, and we'll be back next Tuesday. And yeah. in the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in and around comics. comics. Comics.